You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's curtains up on another episode of West of Broadway. I'm radio host and theater enthusiast. I'm very enthusiastic about theater. <laughs> Lara Scott, along with celebrity publicist and actual real life theater veteran, Will Armstrong. Hi, Lara. Will Armstrong, everybody. Hooray. I am thrilled about today's episode because we get an opportunity to sit down with True Tran, who's starring in The Chinese Lady, which is appearing at right now at Greenway Court Theater. Yeah, it's on through September 29th, and I'm so excited to find out more about this show. I hope that we get to see it, Will. It it just sounds fascinating. We'll let True share a little bit. I always... Like, I'm very careful not to overshare because some people just don't want to know right. going in. But it's kind of nice to have an idea of what it's about. And I, I'm thinking it might be not in subject matter, but just in the sense that you're really going to learn something about history, about yourself, about another culture, culture. with this. I just saw Latin History for Morons at oh, the wow. Amundsen Theater in downtown L.A. This is John Leguizamo's yeah. Incredible one man show. I think it was maybe a Netflix series because yes. I had a couple comments on my socials where people were like, I saw it on TV, I mm-hmm. saw this. But are you familiar with the show, Will? Just a little bit of what I've seen from the, uh, from the little intro on Netflix, but yeah. Hour and 50 minutes. Sure. Totally captivated by this show. I mean, he held the audience's attention on opening night the entire time. But it it's interesting because the origin story of the play is actually in the play where his son was in middle school here in L.A. And he was being bullied. He was basically oh. being racially profiled by these other kids. And so John kind of went on this quest to say, OK, we're not going to fight them with our fists. We're going to fight them with information and facts. We're going to find out basically where we have come from. And I'm going to find some Latin heroes for you. So he and he's a genius. Like wow. he was bringing out these books and talking about the research that he did to find heroes for his son. And he plays all this. So he plays his 12 year old son, which amazing. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he also plays Freud, Montezuma, Andrew Jackson, the way he does Andrew Jackson and Andrew Jackson's hair. <laughs> I, I was crying. But it's one of those brilliant shows that takes you from crying hysterically to actually crying to walking out of there feeling inspired and and just so empowered. So bravo on that show. It's really fantastic. And that's on through October 20th. Incredible. Yeah, that's it's really so great. Good. Have I sold you on the show? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. it's just bullying is something that is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. And what I find is people's heart, like we're all good people. Bullying happens when people are on automatic pilot and they're not thinking about what they're doing 
and 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 it comes from fear and when you if you can take the time and if if the bully is willing to take the time and actually listen and be present for a moment and see what they're doing and the damage that they're causing i like to think that that would change a lot of things yeah and i'm so glad that we're now having conversations about this and as you'll see in the show the kid and the kids dad, Mm -hmm. you see where the kid learned it from. And and you see this sort of dynamic between John and then the bully's dad and how he learns to handle that situation again. I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's a fantastic show. All right. Well, are we ready to bring in True? Absolutely. Welcome True Tran to West of Broadway. Yay! Hello, West of Broadway. This is True. Hey, True. (laughs) It's so nice to talk to you. We're so glad that you're with us today. Well, thank you for taking a moment because, I mean, the Chinese lady, it's already on. We're sure you're kind of busy right now, so we appreciate you. Thanks for having me. It should be fun. We're big fans of the Greenway Court Theater and their programming. We think it's just fantastic. And, True, we're so intrigued by the Chinese lady. Now, we didn't want to talk too much about it before we brought you on because we don't want to give away, like, we don't really know what's a spoiler, you know, like, what's not. So. We were hoping we could kind of start with you just giving us an overview about what the show covers. Uh, the show, well, it's The Chinese Lady is uh, written by playwright Lloyd Su. It is a beautiful, poetic, mesmerizing, and profound play. It's inspired by the real-life story of Afang Moi, The Chinese Lady, who is portrayed by my fellow castmate, actress Amy Shu. Um, it follows the story of Afang Moi, who was brought here in 1834 at the age of 14 years old by a pair of merchants named the Karn Brothers. And they were importers of Chinese goods. And uh, during that period, there was a growing middle class with uh, disposable income. And there was uh, much more interest in China and all things Chinese. So these uh, uh, pair of merchants uh, devised this marketing idea that if they were bought, bring over this authentic, exotic, foreign, and unusual uh, Chinese individual, put it on display amongst all these Chinese imported goods, that customers would uh, be more apt to purchase the items. So she was brought here uh, from China, uh, what was uh, supposedly for a two-year engagement, and she ended up staying, uh, staying for like decades. Uh, I play the character of A Tung, who is A Feng Moi, the Chinese lady's translator, uh, caretaker, uh, her manservant, who is considered irrelevant. And just like you know, so many immigrants who arrive in America are considered so, you know, because, you know, we're viewed based on uh, suspicion and hostility. So it's almost like that the 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 underlying theme is as relevant today as it was back then. Yes, I mean this play brings so much uh, insight to the themes and issues of like immigration and American entitlement and exploitation, uh, cultural identity, close cultural relations and assimilation. It just it just this this play is just so timely. I mean it's figured like. For me, I'm just looking around, just whole how divisive we are as as a country right now, and it just raises the questions of like, you know, who gets to decide who gets to come in this country, right? Right. And like, how long do we need to stay here, and how much do we need to contribute to the American landscape before we are considered no longer placed in that box of other, and that we are giving the same rights as everybody else? It sounds like that there's a lot of um, dichotomy with the show. I- 
with regards to the Chinese culture, would you say that this is a celebration about how unique and, and authentic and beautiful the culture is? Yes, absolutely. How and does also, oh, you know? How does music play into this? Does because I mean, does, is the Chinese music celebrated in your show? Yeah, we have a wonderful design team, and uh, you know, of course, all the designs sort of enhance what the actor does on stage. And uh, our sign designer Jesse Manapet, you know, he creates all these wonderful sounds that sort of brings the audience into the world of the Afong Moi. And then, True, what have audiences been saying to you? This is really neat being able to talk to you now that the show is actually on. What's been the reaction? I mean, this sounds very moving. I was tearing up just listening to you describe it and thinking about what that would have been like to just come and, and, and look at this woman who was out there on display. I mean, it, it sounds like it's touching a lot of hearts, I'm sure. Yeah, and a, and a lot of the comments I had that, you know, this play also brings up the, like all the historical atrocity that has happened to uh, Chinese Americans throughout history. And that, you know, the story of Afang Moi is not only a story of this immigrant Chinese individual, but it all is, it is also an American story. It is, it is a part of, of American history. You're exactly right. And it's so important that we are having these discussions and that we're remembering and, and, and that we're, we're teaching a new uh, generation of, uh, so as not to repeat these atrocities. Um, can, I have a question just as a theater and an entertainment lover, but also as a card-carrying Trekkie, and you got to work with one of my idols, George Takei. Uh, what was it like working on such a fantastic show like Altered Carbon? On Altered Carbon? Oh, man, it was, uh, it was huge. It was good good to uh, be a series regular. It was fantastic. You, it was, it was, I really, really enjoyed that whole show. Yeah, it was so much, it was so much nice to you know, be part of the narrative. Uh, as opposed to you know the co-star or the guest star where you're there for a couple of days, but it was it was massive. I, I just felt very grateful to be part of uh, get the opportunity to be you know a part of that world and that sort of universe. And uh, everything was so top-notch from top to bottom in terms of uh, the set and the costume and uh, the, the writers and uh, the actors. It was you know I was just I had to pinch myself like every day being up there shooting the show. Well, we're glad to have you back on the stage, at least for a little while with this one, hopefully for a long while. Now, what do you do, True, to relax? Because it sounds like this got to be very emotional every night. You're doing these big projects. Do you have a way that you just, like, let off steam? Like, do you meditate? Do you dance? Well, you probably dance. I mean, you know, you're an awesome performer. But what, what do you do to just when you need to chill? Well, for, for me, honestly, it's, you know, I, I, as an actor, I love all the mediums. But for me, chilling and the meditative aspect of it is the opportunity to work in theater you know i just love the immediacy of it and be able to work in production where you know it's always a privilege to do theater that boosts and promotes asian american talents on and off stage and i just love the fact that greenway court theater and artists at play are collaborating on this project and the artists at play i've respected them through the years and their artistic programming that you know tell stories of communities that are underrepresented underrepresented in the media and entertainment with a focus on Asian American experience. So um, so I'm just so grateful uh, for this opportunity to be a part of this production, be a part of uh, this uh, story and representation representation matters. And I just love this new sort of uh, collaboration that's happening because currently right now, East West Player 
and the Fountain Theater are collaborating on uh, Hannah and the Dread Gazebo. And Tim Dang, who is the former artistic director at East West Player, is also directing a stage production of the Joyla Club over at Sierra oh. Madre Playhouse. So there's no shortage of Asian-American artists on stage in this month of September. So I hope yeah. artists will come. That is amazing. And you're filling up our date book with all these things that we have to go check out now. So thank you. This is great. Uh, and thank you so much. You would never have guessed this was your very first podcast. You did a great job. And thank Whoa. you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you did it. No, but we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on Western Broadway. Will, you look like you want to jump in. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I just have two questions. Where can people get tickets and how long is the show running? Uh, we just opened this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are running uh, through the entire month of September. We close on September the 29th. We run Thursday through Sunday, Thursday through Saturday at 8 p.m., and Sundays at 4 p.m. You can get tickets at greenwaycourttheater.org slash the Chinese lady, uh, theater with the R-E, or you can call 323 0544. You are amazing. <laughs> you just did my job for me, so thank you. Good. Thanks for that. <laughs> and that is just, well, thank you so much for your time, and, and congratulations on this show, and congratulations on a spectacular career, and we wish you nothing but success in the future. Thank you so much. It was a joy talking to you guys. Take yeah, care. Ditto. Take care. Bye. Thank you. That was awesome. And I totally cut him off as he was saying bye. He's, <laughs> He's so good... sweet. He's so sweet. Yeah, what a, what a wonderful human. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, it goes right back to what you were saying at the beginning of the show, just about the importance of not just learning about cultures, other cultures, but being receptive to it and hearing and, like, with your heart and in your mind. And then really taking that into how we can change our lives and change our culture so that we can all be more of a a global community but it just i mean and it's like back then like with with the like pt barnum and the freak show kind of thing and just for them to for americans at one point to think this is so bizarre because they're she's eating with sticks you know that we need to make a show it's just so it's crazy to me yeah it's crazy i'm so thankful we've evolved yes that we have come so much further than that so what a what a, a beautiful way to learn something about history to learn something about another culture and this is what i mean i'm excited to see everything and have i mentioned lately that i love theater yeah okay and i'm there so impressed with true for not only being a, clearly a wonderful and successful actor but also boned up on all the information that we needed so you had phone numbers and websites and dates <laughs> I'm really impressed. Yeah. Good, good for you, Chu. Yeah. Good Your idea. publicist would be very happy. Okay, you could be a publicist. <laughs> Amazing. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of West of Broadway. You can keep in touch with me and, uh, you know, let Will and I know if there's something that we need to check out or a show that we should feature on our podcast. I'm at Lara Scott Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm Will Armstrong PR on all my platforms. And if you're looking for us, you can find us just, just west, west of, of Broadway. Broadway. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 